Gentlemen, start your engine. Good afternoon, radio. For those who don't know, Radio Hotler. Thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Sorry about the little uh, um, um, technical goodies. Radio Hotler. Hot, 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 oh, cheers, boys. Cheers. Welcome to episode 149A of Radio Hot Lap. Look out, JP! Jeffrey Edelston's coming into land! <laughs> Not again! <laughs> Do you think he can fly that thing or what? <laughs> no, but he loves the insurance policy. And uh, Mr. Chris from VO Central, hello mate. Uh, welcome to day one of Clipsal. Hello, it's day one of Clipsal. We're just arriving in the track and it's only about what? Papa's past two. Yeah, well, it's important that we went and had a nice organic pizza for breakfast, uh, uh, for breakfast uh, on Hutt Street with a bottle of white wine and um, tried to outdo each other on uh, Foursquare and Goala on location services. Anyway. <laughs> Available from the, from the App Store. I'm, <laughs> I'm free. I'm free. the mayor of Clipsal. You are the mayor. Yeah. Uh, the Clipsal or The mayor man of the Clipsal. Oh, we talked about this on episode 149 last night, but it is unfortunate this morning. People on the phone going, you're off to the Clipsal. The Clipsal is the to, rage. We're actually going through the oh, security The rage. <laughs> Good, thanks. How are you? Oh, sorry. He, look, he looks unsecure. Have you got a ticket? Have I got a ticket? I've got a hard card. Have you got one of those? I've got one of those. See? See, you got a ticket? you got one of those. With the goofy what does that mean? One of those. What's, what's we, don't, we don't talk to them. We absolutely, folks <laughs> has told us, do not talk to anybody on the gates, the entry, the car parks, anything with an official hat does not get spoken to. Yeah, look, uh, that's a, um, it's a tough exercise that JP has had to learn um, after his indiscretion there at the Bathurst 12-hour. But uh, let me tell you, viewers, uh, on Wednesday when he came over to get his pass, uh, no, Tuesday, oh, I should Tuesday, say, yeah. uh, he, he made, a, made a, a fatal mistake of, of trying to talk to someone at the gate who then promptly came back and said, uh, are you looking for an interview? <laughs> That's right. But no, she was talking to you, though. She wanted you to interview, interview her. <laughs> what are you on about? But why would she want you to interview her? Yeah. What about? Tesla. I don't know. Tesla. Tesla. In the, in the Murray Walker. There's Murray Walker's Extreme Machines. He's got a Tesla in there. Left-hand yeah. driver. He's had to stay at home to look after... He's had to look after Sterling. It'll, it'll be um, uh, Mr. Internet, Simon Hackett's uh, Tesla again, won't it? It's exactly what I thought. But isn't it on recall? No, I don't think so. I it's, mean, it it's, is it's not, partially... It's not Toyota Prius. It is organic. <laughs> it is it's a Toyota Prius. <laughs> with, the, with the jam accelerator doing 160 mile an hour. That's right. Now, there was now a guys, big prank in the US, as, apparently. As we, as a big prank. Gourmet hot dog. No, but what's it? How can I, you have a gourmet hot dog? Come on. I, what I need to know before we get into the business of motor racing on the Thursday afternoon here, the with, yeah. is what is the difference? And I need what is the difference between a Pluto pup and a Dagwood dog? The stand that it comes from, obviously could be or it could just be a slight difference in the coating 
perhaps what, the, or? it could be wow. the thickness and the way the batter's made. The texture of the stick, the way that as you get down oh. to it, then you possibly get splinters. It could be the internal sausage. A dag well, dog could have here, a different. Here, there's some missing. If you want Frank. information on missing children, that's exactly where to go. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> also, also known as a babysitter's club. Murray Walker's pedophile centre. Children. You can't well, say that. So you can't say that. Oh, I'm sued. You said it. I tell you, you know what's made me happy today? What's made you happy today? The Bingle debacle. <laughs> the Bingle debacle. Yeah, but we had a Bingle. We had. If you actually look at the uh, show notes for last night at, on the actual website, you'll see that we've got Bingles. From outside of breakfast time. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> I think she's plummeted significantly in the uh, in the in the standings of wags. Definitely. Um, I mean, too much. Well, I think somebody's been wagging her tail a bit too much, personally. Is that true? Has she been given the flick, or do we have to spend a million? No, no, no. I, I mean, I reckon she'd be gallic if she gets five bucks. <laughs> you got to spend the million to confirm if she's been given the flick or not. It's the. There you go. How long will it be before it's the power there's on the? <laughs> it is. How long do you reckon there will be ago. before there's an iPhone out, out where everyone votes whether she's in or not? Oh, there you go. That's oh. a good idea. What we have to warn viewers, because one of you out there, one of the millions of viewers listening to Radio Hot Lab, will be the next recipient of the bingleness. Bingle. Let's hope the it's new Radio Hot Lab Award. Let's not the Bingle hope, Award. Let's hope it's not David Richards. Oh, no. Oh, with that Aston Martin of his. Oh, operation. Yeah. Anyway, more later after beers. <laughs> Marcus Akanovic Thursday at Clipsal 500. You've returned to real racing. None of that poncing around at Bathurst that 12-hour car. Yeah, we, uh, we've arrived back here. All limbs intact, which is great. And um, just good to be back in a V8 supercar. Back where I belong, back at home. It's, it's awesome. It's good that you were able to uh, join the, uh, the Ute Legend race. This week gives you a bit more seat time, but uh, after you tested it, went in a couple of days ago, you feel pretty comfortable with it. Yeah, look, it's, I feel, you know, back at home. It took me a few laps to get relaxed and make sure there was a brake pedal there. I think the very first session out, I think I set a world record for most number of brake applications in one lap, you know, just to make sure I had a pedal, but it's all good, I'm comfortable, I'm relaxed, and we're here at Clipsal, good old Adelaide. Mate, you are, JP and I are going to put the dress on tomorrow and bring down those chicken wings. Chicken wing, ring-a-ding-ding. -ding. <laughs> well, Marcus, it was a bit noisy in the booth there before uh, you went out for qualifying, and uh, mate, fifth, not bad, and in fact, First couple of laps right on pole. How was it to be back in a ute? It was good. It was good. Felt like I was dropping off the spare parts to the local dealerships around the area, but but uh, no, look, it's it's great. You know, the Select TV ute went, you know, fantastic, and uh, I'm just really enjoying it. I guess it, it just gives me, you know, it gives me another opportunity to really, you know, do something that I really love, and that's drive. And I mean, I've come from utes. I've always loved utes, and. You know, come back and, you know, fifth for today with a little bit of a, you know, bump on the nose is, is good, you know. It's, it's, it's what you racing's all about. Absolutely. And, Gary, you're, um, you've stepped up. Well, it's your second year now. And, yeah, my uh, second year now. You pissed uh, Damien White right off. And, and you... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then joined yeah, yeah. forces with our arch nemesis those years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Who actually is sort of pissing Damien off, but then Damien might get your own, his own back in the V8 at uh, producer sure category. Yeah, I'm sure he'll <laughs> Yeah, 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 he'll find a way to get you. <laughs> but uh, I reckon it's going to be a good year. Yeah, I think so. Um, having Marcus on board 
for this uh, weekend is going to be great. I'm learning a shitload from him. And, um, yeah, look. He's learning how to bump cars. Learning how to bump. <laughs> no, I did plenty of that last year. I don't need any help with that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, look, Marcus is a great bloke. And, yeah, to have him on board is fantastic. Mate, there's a motocross rider in the, in the pack there, but you had to get rid of him. No, look, uh, I was just introduced to myself. G'day, Robbie, this is Marcus Buff. You know, so, <laughs> no, nah, look, it's, it's Marcus just... Marcus thought Robbie was going to jump him. <laughs> he just, uh, yeah, it was... Just, I guess I, I guess with a little bit of less experience, you know, which, like, we've all been in that situation before. I mean, I was there, you know, sort of six, seven years ago. It's just, you know, you got to learn, you got to call before you sort of run sort of thing, and crawl before you run, that's great. <laughs> Let's run straight from crawling. No, um, yeah. Look, he was cool with it. He understands it. I mean, I just feel shitty because I've uh, biffed the front of Select TV car and, you know, we'll be right. Oh, look, you've got to go back to the 10 years of, of, of the V8 Ute racing, which started, you know, 10 years ago under Ross Palmer's guys, under Procar as V8 Brutes, and then, you know, Westy and Denia coming along to, to take it to the current guys. I mean, back then there was a lot of biffing going on 10 years ago, much more so. In fact, the driving standards were pretty ugly. Yeah, well, I've only been involved with it for five or six years. <laughs> and uh, I, from what I've seen, it hasn't got any better. Oh, there's a girl on the phone. I've got to go. Better answer that. Ciao. third practice for the V8 Supercars. Have you been keeping... At the Clipsal. Have you been keeping track on that? How do you know about that? I mean, we've been to lunch all afternoon at Gallery on Weymouth, where we had not only a lovely bottle of mesh Riesling and... And a very interesting light Pinot Grufel, with, with including a few steaks. I, I, I thought, here we are arriving at the track, just a bit, a bit, a bit, a bit, a bit, a bit, four, four, and um, mate, supercars are out like you said. P3. Yeah, but Johnny, we were here all morning, don't forget, before we went to lunch. And besides which, it just it tells you it's P3 on the big screen that's opposite us. And at the moment, Tanda's fastest, and Russell's down in 14th, so he won't be very happy. Nor will Toddles Kelly. He's down in 15th. Would be happy. Well, I don't know. You guys would be happy after me paying for lunch. Mark's flown in from uh, uh, from Melbourne, uh, yep. uh, the international business development manager of nothing in particular, aka Seinfeld, who, who's determined to become chief financial officer of whatever organisation we put him in charge of, which he's good at. Well, you never know. Like, there can be some. Some useful input at, at some point, you know. Sure they you will do be. have to have to tag team. Now, I noticed one of the cars came past there with Canadian Club branding and it said yes. over beef. Over beef? Being had enough steak. Canadian Club Canadian. over beef. I don't know. So, very interesting, but uh, there's all the team Vodafone boys looking very serious in the pit. Roland Dane's lifting his head up so that his double chin doesn't show again. Can you say that? Oh, I just did. Has he got relation to Longhurst? He might have. Hey, Foucault, how was your uh, uh, white wine lunch, uh, courtesy of Ford at uh, Urban Bistro? Did you have your blue swimmer crab and crisp skin pork belly salad? No, we didn't. And no alcohol passed my lips. Water only, water and coffee. Well, it was a working lunch. Just a handful of journalists were uh, brought together just to... uh, get a bit of face time with uh, the President and Chief Executive of Ford Australia, Marin Barella, who's um, become a uh, born-again uh, motor racing enthusiast. He's very keen and excited about Ford's involvement in V8 supercar racing now, so he can't get enough of it. Didn't see him all last year, now we can't get rid of him. That's a good thing, isn't it? I mean, it's got to be good for the brain. 
we're all a bit sick of the FBR excuse newsletter. Well, yes, they've got to lift their game, just as HRT does. A lot of pressure on a lot of people this weekend. How, and how is it looking? Is this the GT's fastest so far? The Clipsal that we know and love. The Clipsal is looking great, and in the, fact, uh, we really have to say that uh, the media centre here is uh, is really uh, it's it's the standard. It is. I mean, by which all all should follow uh, Queensland Raceway specifically. Uh, it's a good setup here since they put in the new pit complex last year. Uh, it's much much better for the uh, for the media riffraff. It's one of those events that almost being in the in the, in the big one media trucks actually like downhill. Well, it's very quiet down there. We don't get interrupted. You can't get in there, for example. So there are some benefits. I have oh, I have been known to know that can come in there, he's right. Oh, thanks, folks. No worries. Mounds popping and banging a bit there. He sounds like Alan McLean classic Adelaide. What's news in V8 supercars after the first two days of practice? Well, rather the first two days, that meaning Fujitsu yesterday with Marcus Sakanovic ninth, and um, I'm not sure who's on pole. Who's on pole? George. No, he's in oh. the U.S. George Medici. Well, we don't know yet. They're still practicing. We're waiting to see. Anyway, what have you heard? Xander has been quick so far, and Wind Cup hasn't been, which is encouraging in terms of the spectacle. Um, News-wise, well, we don't quite know yet. Um, oh, we've had the, the announcement earlier today of the $2 million prize for the V8 Supercar Grand Slam winner. That's uh, anyone who, well, wins the Bathurst 1000 and also top scores, scores the most points over the three other weekends of the uh, other three big races, the Clipsal 500, um, the Gold Coast Super Carnival and also Homebush. Homebush, yes, the Sydney Telfer 500. So it's a bit complex, but basically if someone can win all four or um, score the most points over all four weekends, plus win the Bathurst 1000, um, they get to scoop up $2 million. It would be fair to say that uh, they've done quite a lot of home homework there, um, trying to work out the, the impossibility of being able to, to take that. It's probably, you know... Pretty long odds, I'd say, but uh, V8 Supercars has combined with the four events, three of which it runs itself anyway, um, to fund this $2 million prize, and of course it, they've taken out insurance on it anyway, should someone win it. Um, but it's, it's, it's a little more likely now, because originally the concept was that the, you know, it would go, that Grand Slam prize would go to the driver who won all four, which you know would be almost impossible. But now that it's um, going to be decided on point scores over the weekends, that makes it a little more achievable. Big news, big news. Um, Jamie Winkup had got himself up to second fastest, but now he's been black flagged. So no doubt he'll be coming in a second. That's right. Yes. Last night we went to uh, the uh, Wine Underground, uh, an event, uh, thanks to um, Touring Car Masters. Good to see a lot of interesting people there. Uh, Andrew Medici and his son George. A lot of old people. Uh, Ian McAllister, JR with his new hairdo. JB was obviously uh, at home, hiding and counting the, the, you know, the fluff in his wallet after a bit of a front end dingle. Bingle. Lara, a bit of a Lara yesterday morning. Morning, morning. Well, he's you can see the white wine's kicking he's in. He's still smarting from the fact that he had to uh, actually go out and buy himself a car. 
when, when would JB have ever bought a racing car in his life? That'd be never. He probably didn't even buy this one anyway. That's right. Got his sponsors to fund it, but um, yeah, he's probably feeling a bit sorry for himself. It does. It was a nice a night. It was, it was it's as you said, it was the it was the season launch party for the Touring Car Masters, presented by Autobahn Series. As for the loosely, I suppose we'd describe it as historic touring cars, they always put on a pretty good show. There's some pretty nice uh, American muscle cars and Aussie muscle cars out there, Mustangs, Camaros, all sorts of things. And uh, later in the year, we'll see Jim Richards in a very unusual and unique car in Australian racing, uh, an AMC Javelin. Never raced here, but raced in the Trans Am series in the. Uh, early 1970s in the United States. AMC, yes, uh, I do recall. American Motors Corporation, formerly Rambler. That's it. They were, yeah. they were sold here in Australia as Rambler Javelins, and they were actually, well, I think they were assembled in Port Melbourne. The Hornet. They were a nice looking car. Uh, yeah, yeah, they made the Hornet. Yeah, yeah, the Hornet and the Gremlin. Who could ever forget the Gremlin? They may be old cars, but their underpinnings are actually quite modern. Uh, probably a lot of technology has been... Gremlin and the Hornet? In the, in the muscle... No, they, they, the, the, underpinning, the underpinnings of those came from the horse and buggy era. Are we talking about the uh, Touring Car Masters machines? This, this, by the way, is formerly the Bianti Touring Car Series. Formerly the NHJ. Yes. And, but you're right, they are quite sophisticated underneath their uh, retro skins. They've got pretty good brakes and suspension setups and transmissions so they're not the old dung as they used to be. I notice uh, over here um, uh, Gary, can't say his last name for fear of you know uh, retribution, uh, working away on the national uh, column for auto action. O'Brien, uh, Gary O'Brien. You've not meant to say his last name, he, Why not? Could, he attacked. Why? Because look at the mouse he's got, he's got a BMW mouse with flashing lights which is a bit of a worry. <laughs> I haven't. Do you think you think <laughs> his kids I should, shouldn't I? Yes. <laughs> well, very soon we, we, it might be a Mercedes. We might house. we might have to come and see Gary about this because Gary uh, Gary uh, national writing manager at Auto Action. Uh, look, uh, folks has become quite um, upset about not having one of these mice you've got over here with. All the way from Valvoline, a BMW, I believe, but it could pass for a Commodore, couldn't it? <laughs> is it? Is it? Is it only the people who really work at Auto Action get all the goodies? Or what? No, no, no. It actually came through IT, which is uh, the parent department I work for at uh, PBL Media. But you could see that those wouldn't be the kind of person that would be need to be a recipient of their offer. He's still using a touchpad, I think. Keep in touch. Thanks, Gary. You see, uh, uh, no, you're not allowed one. Why not? You're using a touchpad. Um, that's not acceptable. It's old technology. Five minutes left of qual three. Practice three, beg your pardon. Well, this is all well and good, but I have people to see, places to go. So if, um, if you guys will excuse me, I'll wander off and do a bit of sleuthing, see what's happening, and maybe I'll update you in the, in the next exciting edition of... Episode 149A slash B of Radio Hotlap, because we're not up to 150. We're not. No, you just, you just, we're waiting you're you not going to do... Yeah, exactly. Do you're not going to let me be on the 150th, are you? No. We, we, we might pull something out of the hat, folks. Yeah. 
We could have a big party planned and you just don't know anything about it. We could just be keeping you in the dark. Okay. I can and you look know, let's to that. just say that should you be wearing a nice shirt that's been provided? <laughs> and should people be looking at Facebook and seeing the loveliness of your regal face over the front gate? I get so little respect from you too. <laughs> you know, but conversely, you pay so little. What? <laughs> I didn't hear that. It's noisy here. I, I said that I'll get all the food and wine tonight, so don't worry about all that. It's all covered. Uh, I wasn't going <laughs> to worry about it. As usual, have you seen what's in my wallet? <laughs> Stand back. I know. There you go, look. Sorry about that. He's honest. We'd already decided that I was going to buy the food and you were going to buy the wine. Who decided that? We did. I wasn't consulted. Oh, do you want to eat? It would be my pleasure. <laughs> my pleasure to contribute. $11.99 for a six-pack of bottles of wine. There's a fair bit of fish guts, iron filings and egg white in it. But, you know, like, you don't need to worry about that till the following day. No, sounds like a bargain. All right, well, we'll see you later on. Go sleuthing. Thanks, guys. Boys. See you later. Should Cheers. we call you Michael Caine or Lawrence Olivier? Sleuthing. Doesn't know that. Yeah, I, don't know. I don't know that. Oh. Go concatenate. Okay. I'll, I'll excoriate you. The Muscle Car Masters, Touring Car Masters races on, and mate, JB's leading from Gavin Bullis, or vice versa, but just have a listen to the sound of these cars coming yeah. down, JB. mate, unbelievable. JB led for the first couple of laps, and then Gavin got him on the last one. We're here on just past just the, the first chicane on the inside of the SS Camaros there with yeah, Jimmy nice. Richards in the custom, what is it? What's uh, Jimmy, what's Jimmy driving? <laughs> and there's uh, Eric uh, Stanford's uh, XY that Jack Ells could drive very successfully. Ironic! It's a top category, and uh, that, those last three that you heard were all little escorts, and they're going like the clappers. Well, actually, there was one escort, one Cortina, one Altina. Sorry. This is a very interesting spot to be because if there's going to be a screw up coming out of the chicane, we're going to be landing up in our beers. Well, apparently, according to our host, because we're very luxuriously situated in the Rio Beam box at the moment, having a nice coldie, um, the mi a mini uh, launched itself virtually into the catch fencing in front of them this morning. And Jimmy's on the back of them. Yes, he is. The crowd go 
goes wild as the HQ350 Chev Lazy Gear Changer goes by. <laughs> and it's going hard too. Yeah, you were right, JB is on the back of the first two. Uh, um, Jimmy's on the back of the first two, JB and Gavin Bullis. Oh, that's enough, isn't it? a bit of a smash, but it's not going to be yet. No. And Medici is in the uh, the Jack Ellsgood Cooper's clear ute, and uh, it's, uh, it's putting a bit, fair bit of pressure there on Marcus uh, in the select racing, uh, Wollongong performance car. But, um, Marcus has won out there uh, as they come through on their, on their second lap. And I think Marcus had a very, very easy first lap while he got the tyres up to temperature. Took it easy, kept it clean. There's a bit of stalking going on. Oh, someone's oh. lost the front end there. Yeah. Grand wide. Uh, George Elliott, uh, obviously uh, done a TV appearance. Uh, yeah, obviously, for, uh, again. Know, that's why he's known as Hollywood. <coughs> Actually, there's two Hollywoods. There he is. Oh, Marcus is up the inside again. Into the hairpin by the pits. Oh, yes, I reckon he's going to make another one. He's going to make another one. Okay, so George Mediki is leading. Yeah. And he's got a good lead from whoever's in Kim Jane. Yeah. Marcus Six. Yeah, he's made his way back up. Um, got someone with an inch of edge and that's Gary Baxter's car. Cameron McConville, that's going to be a safety car come out. There's going to be oil. The oil flags out on turn one, just past the chicane. A bad place. There's been a lot of big shunts here we've seen before. And it's very likely, very likely we're going to have an issue there. definitely have a safety car. The yellows will be out in a second. I can't tell you how many times. Look at the huge fire underneath of uh, of uh, Gary Baxter's car with Cameron McConville at the well. Cameron, your TV career is not over. Madiki, Owen, Jordan, Morris. Oh. And Marcus pulls another one in. Oh, Marcus up to fifth. And then George Medici's got a drive-through, or black flag at the very least, so that'll elevate him once. And uh, they've managed to spell the, the two father and son surname correctly today on the show. They have. George Elliott. You know, no wonder I can he, smell coffee. He's chasing, he's uh, chasing uh, the back of the field, Harvey Ackett, because uh, he's also not... What? Uh, oh, lucky his father owns a crash repair business. Very bent. Very bent. Look at it. Here we go. Look, replay on screen. Oh, it's gone down. That's it. Donis's car out in the process. Oh. Yeah, that'll be huge. They'll be huge. They'll be up to midnight in the stewards' office this weekend. Marcus up to fourth now, and uh, that's that's going really good.
on the Red Bull branding there, but uh, that's, uh, I mean, it's a bit of a racing incident with, uh, with, uh, with uh, Tony Cabbage. Tony. Did he get a draw? Who got a draw? I don't know. I thought George did. I think they might have. Um, George is on it. Uh, this year uh, running his own car uh, was told me at, at the end of the season that he wouldn't be with Orange Grove and Greg Willis again. Notice he's got branding from Marbo. That's Mandy Kiss's smash repair group. He'd be needing that. But no sponsors on the car, so obviously uh, Grant is pulling some money out of the business over there in Western Australia and a top guy too, the 2007 V8U champion. Um, snatched, snatched defeat from the jaws of victory, or well, maybe that's like Jack's line. <laughs> At, uh, at Phillip Island, uh, very, 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 very tough moment in the world of motorsport. But that's years ago, and here we are today. Uh, it's on again. He doesn't care, Will Morris. He just doesn't he never, care. He never has. That Andy, you saw him last night. He was mad as a mad hatter. <laughs> so mad. Mad. Uh, madness doesn't even describe his no, level of madness. Mad. George is so far out in front now. Yeah, okay, clearly, uh, you know, having won the Homebush round, destined for great things in the uh, in the late series. got to be great for his uh, career, JP. You'd have to be thinking now if you're a team owner in V8 Supercars, perhaps it was a bit of a mistake to let him escape to the US. Absolutely, although he's doing a great job over there. He is. Here's George. Hey, George! Very, very good. And Marcus. Marcus is on his way through now. In fourth position. Very good return to the sport, up against Absolutely. top notch drivers. I mean, George is totally in a class of his own, but 
but then he was out the front, so he was able to keep his nose clean and well, just no, keep pressing you, on. You know, you can't take it away. No, you he just drove ahead away from the front. Uh, you know what that means? I think it's time for a bit of a celebration. Nicole, perhaps a uh, glass of bubbly? You think that would be a good idea? Oh, right yeah, oh, definitely. It was actually to calm the nerves, but um, oh, I might have another glass before a supercar race coming up. Because after spending a bit of time in London, you know, you're, you're, on, the, oh, 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 you're on the lubricants quite read. read. A seasoned drinker. It's what London does to you. <laughs> definitely. You know, I reckon you should go for a bit of a shop tomorrow. That'll make you feel better. Yeah, spend some cash down at the shops. Shopping's always is always a good thing for a female. Definitely. Yeah, that's it. Don't, don't, don't get a receipt. Don't tell Dad. <laughs> I'll put it on the company credit card. Fujitsu <laughs> Racing coming up soon with Marcus. But we'll be Marcus. back after a thirsty moment. Absolutely. Brought to you by our local Rio Beam. Ching ching. Rio Beam. We love ching Rio ching. Beam. We do. Rio Beam is number one. This afternoon. <laughs> Another 10 minutes. Just before the Fujitsu race, we've run into Emma, who's been very capably looking after everybody here in the Copper Box. How are you, Emma? Good, how are you? Oh, great, and I'm just enlightened with the quality of red wine that has been befalling our table in the coal, and I have been enjoying it. So how do you manage to bring such excellent quality in here? Does it get smuggled in? No, it doesn't smuggle me. The people here are great. They keep me company and keep me aboard, and what can I ask for? Why would I change bottles? If I've got this box. Well, the races is up starting. But we'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a good one. Thank you. Fujitsu race start coming up. Okay, Nicole, look around. The squealing to me. It's a warm-up lap. I'll get it together, Johnny. I'll take the squeal back. Take the squeal back. But listen to these babies roar as they go past. They sound tough. And here he is now. Woo! The number 71 car, pure white for action racing. It's actually looking good. We've gone from the, uh, the standard black to the pure white. So it should be a good race. We're looking forward to it. And JP, look, uh, for the first time, a Porsche Panamera. Yeah, Panamera, um, a medical car, I think. Uh, the four doors are very handy to get the uh, medical team out, I would say. But it's very nice. First time I've seen one in this part of the world. Yes, first time I've seen one too. It's a big bugger, isn't it? Oh, maybe I should cancel the test on the uh, the BMW X1 and have a think about that. Well, maybe you should, Hardy, but then um, how are you going to afford it? Oh, mate, you know, I've got the platinum card. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we'll have to start putting the prices up that we charge people for radio hot lap. Oh, well, up from free? Yeah, it's a freer. <laughs> I like the sound of that. You give the love, you get it back. That's right. So Porsche, if you're listening. You know, Porsche, you want to give us a car, sorry, get fucked. We don't want it. Because we don't take money from people. No, we don't. Say what we want. Not that we, we can't we... bag them if we want to. No, that's right. Exactly. They're great cars. 
they are. They just don't want their money. That's right. And we don't know what they're like. We don't know what anyone's money. Well, we'll have a free, free glass of red. Free bottle. Bottle. Just put that out there. Bottle. Now, um, John Hart skills in the bottle. Come on. He worked, he worked, worked the magic, talked the talk, got the bottle. But uh, now, let's go back a long, long time to the days when your father was ski racing and a monkey stole something from you. <laughs> How did you hear about that story? Who let that slip to you? Uh, tell us the story of the monkey theft. Oh God, I, I couldn't even tell you how old I was. I was still in a pram, sucking on a dummy and oh, I've just been told who, who's let that slip. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Kathy has just let it slip that as I was at Bubs at um, a zoo in, I'm not sure, Mujura or some, somewhere like that. I had a dummy in my mouth and we, mum was close to the cage. I was in my pram. Dummies leaned forward, yanked it out of my mouth and gone, thank you very much, I'll have that. Put it in his mouth and sat there looking at me, sucking on my dummy. So I was hysterical. Obviously didn't get it back because mum didn't want a diseased dummy from a monkey. So I was devastated. Absolutely devastated. So thank you, Kathy, for letting that slip. <laughs> Race start. Here we go. start there from James Moffat uh, but why not because you got to get a, assert yourself here on this track as you get very very near miss across the chicane Sinking Sun, it's not going to be easy out there. Past the Sinking Sun Chinese restaurant. Now already, <laughs> the field movement in the field there. And Steve Owen looks like he's here at the head of the field, or is James Moffat a long way ahead? Why is Steve Owen suddenly? And James Moffat is in third place. Oh, so, so Moffat's done a bit of a handmade mistake there. down the back part of the circuit there. Of the race. That's James Moffat falling from first. And it uh, looks like we have Marcus in P7 at the end of the first first lap. Pretty good. 24 lap race. We'll watch the next lap and then we'll come back and... A little bit of a lock-up. Marcus on the way back in through the hairpin. Here we go. Sorry, mate. Pay attention. I couldn't hear you. Yeah. 
lap 17. Mate, uh, JP, I can't help thinking that uh, there, there sounds like a little bit of... The engine doesn't sound quite as crisp as some of the others ones there for Marcus Sikanovic uh, in 10th. In doesn't, just doesn't sound like it's quite as on song as it could be. He started off okay and then just dropped back. He seems to be holding his own now in 11th though, so, and he's obviously looking after his tyres fairly well. Steve Owen leading the race from James Moffat in the Northern 360 car. Um, a hastily pursued by Series. Actually, he's done, done huge quite a few times. Good bloke. Uh, had a bit of a laugh at him a few times. Um, I can't put my finger on it. The sun goes down here. A huge amount of light for yeah, people heading up into town there um, uh, past basically turn two. Yeah, it wouldn't be nice at all. Hard work. Johnny, we haven't had a safety car. No, we haven't. Which is... As Marcus goes by, they may be able to detect a slight difference in sound. Jeff Emery was uh, holding up that pack of four in front. Five seconds in front of uh, Marcus Steen Fiore. Uh, Emery's been disposed of. Um, down the, a couple of places into, into eight. So uh, I get a feeling. I get a feeling that they're all going to be keeping a bit of a status quo and not doing anything silly, yeah, but you know, this is the jitsu. Until the last three laps. Depends on those guys up the front if one of those suddenly feels the urge to uh, try and take a couple of spots. That could change the whole race. Yeah, last three laps, Steve Owen's driving full uh, level one equipment and uh, some of the other cars are a little bit tired. Uh, VEs. Great run. VE Commodores. Hello, hold on. Allowed to be. Oh, no, no. Oh, I've it in tears for Jayco. Now this could be the safety car. So we, we could get safety car. I don't think it is going to be a safety we car. If safety car then it'll close it. That's uh, Drew Russell, Russell, I think. The David Russell or, or Drew Russell. Now, where is he? He is... Uh, oh, 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 here we go. Here's a replay. Uh, it's a bit, bit, bit optimistic. Oh, it'll be a steward's job. Not much damage, but... Uh, the hairpin, so they can't leave that car there. No. so if the car can't get going very difficult to find a reverse gear also in some of these cars hot inside and he's also on, wrong he's place. on the tyres too red wine's going down quite nicely yeah, obviously Okay, that's uh, going to be an opportunity for the tyres to, to come down, uh, regroup. He's waiting. It hasn't come out yet, but he is looking for the sign. And 
put it down again. Put it away. Folded arms in play there. Race, race control must be doing a lot, a lot of thinking here. It doesn't look like it. If they haven't pulled it out now, we've got five laps to go. You got to pull it out. or have a bit of a think about pulling it out. <laughs> you got to know when to pull it out. You always need to know when to pull it out, Johnny. There can be huge problems. Very huge problems. Safety cars won't help you. No, they definitely won't help you. got Marcus up into 10. So. <laughs> I think any uh, top 10 result in any V8 supercar round is a, uh, a good result. Absolutely. It's only one of races. I think the second race is a reverse grid race, which is really so dangerous and fraught for this fraternity. I really do think they should abolish that. It's hard enough to get into it. Why make exactly. second race like crash that? But it, it makes it more interesting. So, you know, it's all about the interest. <laughs> it's unfortunate as we look around here that, you know, people just don't get it that there is another category in V8 supercars. Look, look, exactly. no one here. Yeah. All the corporate boxes are empty. Oh, well, apart from this one. We'll come back for the last couple of laps. Yep. If that's alright with you. Absolutely. Sure. Blanchard triple nine doing a drive through penalty. Don't know what for. Um, part of Sonic Motor Racing Services. On lap 22. Nicole, what went on, what went on there? Well, why did he do a drive through? I'm actually not quite sure. All I heard was that, that he got a black flag and got a drive through penalty. Radioing ahead for red wine, that's the problem. Yes, no, Nicole cleared it up for me. Uh, he radioed ahead for wine. Radioed ahead for wine. <laughs> that gives Zuka another spot, not the way he'd want to win it. Nine's good. I think I see the car sounded off song again then. Isn't that weird? Maybe he's got a bit of an intermittent engine management problem. Now you hear that, we're not going to do anything silly now. That's what the management says from the broadcasting booth. <laughs> O-Rama. The colours here, if viewers, I tell you. Yeah, it is beautiful, beautiful. A rare sight we see, but often uh, at Oscar Racing, where we'll be doing the Hungaro Ring and uh, Algarve in Portugal. Highlight races and, of course, the Le Mans 20. It's a lovely low golden sunshine. It's just it's indeed beautiful weather here at, at the Clipsal. The Clipsal has lovely weather today. Oh, Schneider Electrical night this year. Exactly. Schneider snuck in.
deceptive though. The, the time differences are very, very slight. Perhaps really, it just sounds like the Noonan engine is not working that hard. Yeah, maybe that's, maybe that's it. Yeah, well, I think he's, you know, first first race in over a year, Johnny. He's just keeping his nose clean, keeping it off the walls, getting himself back in the groove. So, you know, tomorrow could bring, could bring much better things. Don't want to be bringing a nose bag. Definitely not. That's it. Drink that wine up, Johnny. Girl wants to go home. You're saying Emma looks messy? She doesn't look messy to me. seven now, I bet you she's supposed to knock off at seven o'clock, so you know, fair go. Fair suck of the staying around for another five or seven. Exactly. I mean, that's what it's come to, hasn't it? Yeah, but... You know, like, sorry, I'm clocking off now. No. You only, only, only the other day you had to give a written warning to an employee for coming in 20 minutes late two days in a row. We don't talk about that on air. Like Damien White wouldn't. Exactly. We don't mention right. any names li- or any companies. There has been a certain warning issued. There has been a certain warning issued for latency. Yes. Very latency. Yes. Now, talking about the girl behind the bar in the box. This is a segue, isn't it? There's um, nobody in the boxes opposite. They all knocked off hours ago. There's the race finish, Steve Owen coming through to win the race. Come on, JP, let's do a quick rundown as we go up to the... Um... Steve Owen from James James Moffat, uh, Johnny McIntyre, Nick Perker and Tim Blanchard, Blanchard yeah. followed by the New Zealand uh, driver Pedersen. Pedersen. And then Rodney Jones. In uh, Bryce Washington's old uh, car yeah, that he, uh, he got from... And, and then Marcus in nine. Nine. Now, our top ten result pretty good. You're uh, so, uh, a McGill. Slap. Let's just go through this. Steve Owen had a 1 minute 22.93. Marcus's fastest lap was a 1.25.69. Yeah, there was but a significant speed once you get there. Once you get past second place, they're all a dollar at the dollar. A minute 24 to a minute 25. So. Look at that 16, Lewis Hamilton in the pits. All I can say is it's good night. M. Hamilton. And we'll see you tomorrow. Good night, viewers. That would have been good with all that cheering in the background. I haven't stopped playing yet. Oh. Haven't you? Yeah. yeah. George, how are you? I'm good, mate. And you? Yeah, I, w- I bet they wished I hadn't come back. <laughs> oh, mate, I'm glad, we- I'm glad you did. <laughs> no, it was, it was a good race, man. I got, got away pretty early and had a, had a bit of a biff with... Um, uh, Chris Pither through the first two corners and then he got a black flag for jumping the start so it was all cream from there and you just pulled it away mate just yeah eight seconds or something so pretty happy with that it was smooth as too I have to say yeah it so. just I mean obviously you, I put in a couple of pretty fast laps and after that you know you're um, uh, you're in conserve mode a little bit because you just want to make sure that at the at the end of the day I'm here as a support driver I'm not really here I'm not the number one driver anymore so I've got to remember that so make sure that Jeremy's got a good car for the race tomorrow and, and some of the other uh, uh, legends didn't remember that you know there's a lot of cars in the wall and stuff and there's a lot of a lot of regular drivers who are going to 
going to cop a, a serious points penalty because some, you know, uh, over enthusiastic uh, driving in the in the in the race today. But yeah, ha- happy to come around with a win and you know, eight seconds in front of Steve Owen and Luke Gildon. Pretty pretty stoked with that, got to say. <laughs> Look, JP and I are up there at our uh, luxurious corporate uh, box, just past the chicane, watching you and. Uh, and uh, we thought to ourselves, there did have to be a few team managers in V8 Supercar Land to be going, fuck, we let him get away, didn't we? You know, fuck, we should have signed him up for the injuries because he's, he, he sees, see, he can live in Port Macquarie, he can disappear overseas, he comes back and goes, hello, I'm back, I'm an annoyance, and I'm disappearing. Yeah, uh, look, I'd, you'd like to think so, wouldn't you? You know, I, um, I think it's been a... Um, trying to think last time someone's come out and polled three rounds in a row um, you know even though I wasn't even though I wasn't uh, in the in the A grade uh, qualifying I, was, I, I reckon if um, uh, I had been I still would have been right at the front so um, pretty happy with that and, and that's you know the series hasn't, hasn't seen that for a while so I'm c- kind of encouraged by that you know like I think um, it uh, at the end of the day I'm still trying to figure out uh, how good I am, and, and and it's you know especially it's it's always a um, it's always a big question when there's so much being put into there's so much effort and so much uh, work being put into you getting on the track in a car. It's nice nice to know that you're not disappointing anyone, you know. So I um, uh, it felt good race today. Um, you know, had a, had a nice smooth run, and, and and to be honest, it was just just. Um, a dominant, I mean, I would say it was a dominant performance because, yeah. you know, like, and it was exactly the same as what, like, Steve Owen did there in the Fujitsu race. I mean, and you ran away with it, and he did too, and it's sort of that gets recognised. You go, hang on a minute. They aren't actually fighting with each other too much, certainly not the Fujitsu. First time I've seen a Fujitsu race that didn't have a safety car, but. Yeah, it's amazing. And usually, you know, they smash into each other. Well, and it, and it was, you know, it was uh, before the race, there was a, a suggestion made to me that if I was if I was well in front, that I should maybe miss a gear or something. And uh, I said. Um, oh, did Jack say that? <laughs> oh, sand and repeat. No, no, it wasn't. Uh, wasn't oh, who said wasn't that? that? It wasn't uh, that. It was, you know, to, to keep it interesting and that sort of stuff. And that's when I realised, you know, gee, these people really think I can drive. So, you know, we uh, got out in front and, and for the record, I said, uh, I said, yeah, thanks a lot, but I can't help you when they ask me that question. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, got out in front and, and, you know, put in a couple of solid laps and, and I was lucky in that I was able to, to make sure that it was nice and smooth for the rest of the race, as, as you guys said. Look, I think that in, in anything you do, whether it's car racing or, you know, design or, or any form of business, to keep yourself in check and go, keep constantly going, hang on, am I any good? It, it's actually really valuable because it, it just sort of, it keeps you level-headed about things and you know, you go, hang on a minute, you can reflect on it later, but certainly, I mean, like, you know, spending some time with um, with Marcus Sakanovi here coming back after his, uh, you know, year off, and he's, oh, I'm not sure, he hasn't lost his speed, but had he lost his nerve, I suppose that was the question within himself. Yeah, Marcus has done a fantastic job coming back, you know, I mean, he has a big, big crash, and it was a long time away from the, the steering wheel, so, you know, for him to come back, like he has, you know, I think he's pretty impressive to be honest. And uh, and look, you know, these cars have changed. The, the youths have changed a lot since he was around. Um, you know, I uh, uh, he was he was still there at the start of the the um, 
the BF, but they're a lot faster than what they were. And there's a they've developed a couple of little different um, uh, traits since he was gone. So for him to come out and be as quick as he is straight away, I, I was quite impressed by. Um, so I, I gather they were having some problems with the Fujitsu car, but with the the Ute, I think he's done a fantastic job. So um, you know he. he um, He's impressed me, and, and you're right. He, he, it's, there's always that question back in your mind, and, and whether or not you're any good. And that was my my, my burning question when I came in. In, any, in anything yeah. you exactly do in right. life, exactly you go. Right. It doesn't matter. You know, if you're an artist and you paint a piece, and you go, people love it, and you go, oh my god, I'm not sure if the next one I'm going to paint people. And it's such an esoteric thing. Yeah. So you, you, you just you never want to get to the point where you're not learning anything because that's when you start going backwards. Um, at the end of the day, so. Look, I'm, I'm happy. I'm, I've just come home with a come, come across the wind in front of a couple of advanced supercar drivers. Um, I'm heading back. I'm, I'm, I'm heading back off to America on Tuesday. Um, I've got a, just locked in a new uh, uh, crew chief in Robert Presley, so that's all looking really good. And, and you know, life's pretty. Pretty fantastic. So you can go back to the US and keep learning, George. Well, you know the big, That's the big, big learning. To do exactly right, right. And the big pressure was all the guys I'm hanging out with in a, in America. You know, Coleman Presley and, and um, Joey Logano and all those guys. They said to me, you know, don't come back without a trophy. And at least I can say I won a race. That's right. Well, I mean, what, what, bring those guys down here. How would they come around here? I mean, yeah. What do they think of these Utes? So they go, well, they're just like Tundra trucks or whatever. Like, well, I craftsman trucks. Are. Yeah, I showed them all a bit of the racing. They couldn't believe how much we'd get into each other. And, and you know, showing the super, the supercar drivers get in, and it shows you it's not really, it's not really a characteristic of the drivers in the Utes. It's a characteristic of the cars. Um, it's so heavy. It's so hard to stop. So the, the the supercar guys were getting into each other as much as we always do. So it's not necessarily the driver. It's just a factor a factor of the thing being so heavy and so little tire that you just you're gonna you, you can't stop it. So you you are gonna hit someone. So they loved it. They uh, they they couldn't believe how they couldn't believe how how we're bouncing the things off curbs and that sort of stuff. And it's uh, it was just a, it was uh, yeah, it's really good. Um, did, did you tell them about how our footballers don't have padding? <laughs> <laughs> and you know the Chinese that restaurants are done at round tables, and you and you can't uh, you can't get cheese in a can in Australia. Yeah, or no. an egg on a burger. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, no, they're um, uh, they're learning. They're learning slowly, and I'm learning slowly how to how to uh, shortcut the fast food uh, um, culture they've got going over there. But uh, look, you know, you got to you got to embrace something about America, and that's uh, that's the way they the way they do things. It's fantastic over there, and they. They really do. There's a network of support um, over there that, that sometimes that we wish might might uh, be replicated here. Um, so uh, yeah, I think uh, there's, they they recognise achievement over there, which I, I'm I'm really excited about. Hopefully, I might be able to to get recognised after a little while. But uh, it's it's a little bit odd that I just find you lurking over here after deciding to go on an American sort of car racing career. Here we are, like around <laughs> Rossilli's R8. I know you're salivating at that uh, R8 LMS, and you know you do have a love of sports cars. But what's going on here? Did, as I understand it, there'd, there'd been a, a bit a of a bit of a morning. bit of a crash this morning, and yeah. perhaps a uh, huge Lara. Well. It is a beautiful car as it rolls it out right car. here. The first uh, R8 LMS to come out of the country. Obviously, there's, um, it, you know, they, they couldn't afford to get the, the, the exhaust set up and all that sort of stuff. And you had to do some doughies. Look at that. Yeah, it's, there's a few wrinkles on it, mate. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, they, it is a beautiful car. And to be honest, I'm over here with uh, with my mate Pete Hollywood Hackett, who's running a Lamborghini Gallardo this weekend. Where is Hollywood Hackett? 
just over there in the, uh, the, the, the glow the glow uh, glow glasses. Mate, Pete. Pete. Hey, buddy. How Hi, are you? I'm Peter. Yeah, I know. JP. Hey, yeah, John Hart. You're a terrible you, twosome. I know you are. Bullshit council. I had heard that. But the worst thing about this is, like, you see, George Elliott's got the name Hollywood. So where are we going with that? I mean, yeah. you know, like, is he going to? Are you going to be starring in a movie with him? George Elliott, maybe. You know, I could get him with a black Lambo, and uh, we could do a free plug. Well, the black Lambo has got big chromes, uh, chrome decals all over it, and, and it was on pole. So. And, there's a, and there's a fair bit of vodka I would consume. So. Yeah. So it might be the same person driving. Exactly right. <laughs> Pete, you've got pole. I uh, had pole. Oh, you had pole. What's the story? Who, who's got pole? You guys now? are on the ball, mate. We're not. We we don't have any. I drink too right, much. Mate. No, we, we had do. race one. Had race one. Got pole. We were um, made really good progress last night for the Volcro team over Guinea. We were ninth after practice two, and we found two and a half seconds overnight. So oh, um, the boys worked really hard. We. Qualifying was uh, was too a bit. Rick was at his best. I bet, I bet. <laughs> it was a bit difficult. It was two red flags, two really big accidents. The Audi R8, which is my yes. teammate, uh, hopefully they've just got fixed, and uh, Tony Quinn, obviously. So all of the guys at the front really only had one lap, and we put it together on one lap, just blitzed it. And race one, a bit of a bit of a furphy, really. I got boxed out of turn one. There's a, been a start procedure change. I've been out of the game for a little while, so there's been a start procedure change. And in the old days, it was up to the pole man to set the pace and away you go yep, yep. after the green flag. Now, when the green flag drops, the bullshit stops. So, uh, unfortunately, I was uh, saw the green flag go and thought, right, oh, boys, I'm just about ready to get this show on the road and everyone's going boom, straight past me. Oh, oh man. Mate, you're very much uh, synonymous with the brand uh, Lamborghini in Thank Australia. You. In fact, if we rewind, I think it was, uh, you, were, you were stuck up with that uh, ugly Danish mate of mine, Simonson, in 2003 when you ran that... Uh, black and yellow donut car at the 24 hour yeah yeah that was uh, a long time ago lukey yulden paul stokel myself alan uh you know that was one of the all-time greatest memories in my racing career for sure i was very lucky i got the uh, i got the, the midnight shift and the dawn shift and the finish so uh that was that that's still the most successful sports car in australia it's it won with paul and myself and so on and so forth it's still a beautiful car and and it's tough comparing these baby lambos now to the diablo which is so iconic it's great to see some of the uh, you know the current machinery that's coming out of well, perhaps not Le Mans series, but uh, Nurburgring or the uh, the VLN championships out here. Yeah, well, it's uh, GT racing, isn't yeah. it? You know, GT three is the global tra- category for uh, sports cars. GT ones are the you know the sports sedan version of those GT three cars, and hopefully people begin to appreciate the the strengths and weaknesses of different cars. You know, we know for a fact that the Lambo will be quick in the uh, flat high speed tracks like hopefully Grand Prix Phillip Island Easter Creek and we know for a fact the Porsche are strong on bumpy square short sharp taunt corners and you know the good old-fashioned days of sports car racing are well and truly back. I think so and that uh, that's um, um, uh, mirrored by the ACA putting a, a document out overnight saying they felt that the GT2 category was the future for uh, the, their sports car racing around the world and the freezing of the rules for GT2 and in fact a slight power reduction to allow some of the other manufacturers to come in through 210 and 211. This is great for everyone. Even Eclipse, you look at the Touring Car Masters, that's got the biggest grid with the best people hanging off off the fence so far this weekend and you know, I think a V8 circus will always be popular because of what it is. However, you need to, uh, you know, they need to recognise that there are some other cars around that people are going to find interesting as well. It's a bit hard to know exactly which part of those uh, touring car master cars are anything other than 2008, though. Yeah. Perhaps, <laughs> yeah, I try, perhaps, I try, perhaps the metal I try on stay, the roof. I try and stay away <laughs> from anything that's... Uh, <laughs> I was going to say older than 18, but you know where I'm going with that. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> but I do like that. Well, Pete, hope you have a great weekend. Thank you very much. All the best. We'll, we'll, luck, come, and, uh, Cheers, we'll come and uh, have a laugh with you later Cheers, on. Cheers, At Radio Hotline. We, we, we're inaccurate. We don't edit. And we're irrelevant. Like the good old days. We're completely irrelevant. Exactly. You know, you've got to have a laugh. Georgie, here was faster. You and me. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> good night, viewers. That's good what night, she viewers. said. Good See night. you, mate. Good night, viewers. Good night. See you, mate. Good night, viewers. <laughs> See you. Cheers, boys. Thanks.